Kendrick is at Lala. And uh, Young Gravy, who you guys love. I mean, right? He's right there next to Lil Dicky. <laughs> Are they not the same person? <laughs> <laughs> it's all pseudonyms for Jack Harlow. <laughs> Welcome to our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are a butt face and a scuzz bucket, Martin and Brady. You think you can do anything you want and then lie about it, and we just have to take it. Because what are we? Just a bunch of kids. Well, not this time. From now on, we're doing this our way. No lying. No cheating. Fair is fair. I don't leak. You leak. Remember? That old fart. He's got the best lawn on the block. And you know why? Because he trains his dog to crap in my yard. This week, we're going to go back. Way back. Back in time. To the 1980s with some nostalgic movies from the decade. While they may not match today's standards, these films fit a time and place for all of us. Or at least they did. So, let's go. Oh, the 80s. (laughs) (laughs) These are these are very '80s movies. <laughs> so '80s. I would agree with that sentiment. Uh, one, uh, I'll, I'll commend. This is uh, Jelani's idea here for kind of a new, a new approach. Uh, yeah, genre of yeah. Uh, of our pod, but uh, a little nostalgia play from movies we remembered and we remembered fondly or watching a lot of. That's how I thought of like, what did I watch it a bunch when I was a kid? Yep. Like, right. I remember watching. Which movie. VHS did we wear out? Yeah, and that must have been what it was on, but like we had plenty of those. I just don't unless it was just on TV, like on HBO. I, we had HBO, I know growing up. I feel like some of these were either on TV like Saturday afternoons you or, think they're like one or of those? maybe early Saturday nights like the Wide World of Disney or something like that and or did you guys ever have Avid at school like the movie service? They would bring like no. National Geographic films or they'd bring like Benji or well, I like I remember watching movies at school when I was growing up. Oh, uh, we did and they would bring and then like they we wheel were, out the cart. Yeah, and we had, had the, the cart. Yeah, I remember the projector for sure. We had both. Like I remember the projector, but then we also had like the cart that had like the TV strapped we were on there. A couple years behind. Yeah, I guess. the um, cart with the TV. Yeah, we definitely had that. And yeah. so I remember seeing some of these movies. Well, not all of these movies. I but don't think these. I movies. hope these didn't. Flight make of the school. Navigator. I think really? made it to school. Really? I mean, that is very, very science science oriented, which we'll, which we'll get to. <laughs> um, well, we can start with mine because mine was uh, we'll, the we'll earliest. Go, we'll go chronologically yeah, we'll go here. So. When we were talking about this, I was thinking of, and I actually brought this movie up randomly uh, on the pod a couple weeks back, but we, I was thinking about a movie that I just watched a lot and I remembered watching a lot and that I felt like I remembered fondly, and it was a movie that you guys, to my... I, think I had, had never, never heard of it. Never knew it existed. So The Legend of Billie Jean was the movie that I yeah. uh, had brought up, I, and I remember what it was. It was the song. I, there was a song in one of the movies, and I was like, I remember this. It was from that movie, and then it wasn't from that movie. Um, <laughs> but it had that It was Pat spot. Benatar, okay, yeah. but it wasn't... It wasn't this Invincible, I think, is the one from this movie, and yeah. uh, I can't remember the song at the time. But anyway... Um, Big about, fan of Pat Benatar, though. And about that, yeah. so I was surprised that you guys had ever heard of it. I know. I had no frame of reference for like how big this movie was. I just remember it was one of those movies that I saw a bunch. I remembered it being uh, Christian Slater, mm-hmm. a young Christian Slater, um, and Helen Slater. No, no relation. relation. <laughs> Mind-blowing. <laughs> I found that out. 
today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think I told you last week that the, it's it's Christian Slater. It's brother and sister. Who I mean, played brother and sister? Because they're they're so they're blonde. They are. <laughs> although I, there is, it's probably better they're not. I feel like there was <laughs> some tension there. It would have been some awkwardness. There's a line. There was some lines in there. But uh, anyway, so I was. You guys had maybe start questioning like. Oh my god, like did I find this like random dark horse movie that no one's ever heard of? Well, let me tell you. Today I was talking to Darch. Yeah. Friend of the pod. <laughs> I oh, love it. who? Last day at Redwood tomorrow. He's oh. uh he's moving on to another job. But well, good I, for him. But hopefully. I told him. And we'll talk offline, but I have he he's gonna be back on this pod at some point. Excellent. Um there we go. But so I was like, Yeah, hey Darch, I was like, by the way, we're doing these eighties movies. And I told him what movie it was, and he's like, oh, my God, so good. Love it. And I was like, yes, okay. So other people know about this movie. Like, it exists outside of, like, my brain. Yeah. And then, of course, an hour later, he texts me. He gets home, and he's like, this was on my Instagram feed. And it was, like, a shot of Helen Slater with, like, a quote, Ferris Fair. And I'm like, dude, you know, they're always listening. It's great. <laughs> so I guess give me your thoughts, obviously, uh, you know. I, I probably would have loved this. And when I was five, six, <laughs> eight, five to ten, I would say. Right. Yeah. Um, it was. It's got some flaws. <laughs> <laughs> a few. Yeah. Just not a few. The, not the best plot. Um, but I do. I. It was. It was a lot of fun. I if did. you watch it from an eighties, yeah, like with the eighties glasses on, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like one. It. It. I, I appreciate what you're saying, Martin, because I feel like, yes, like that's how I look at it, and I. Yeah. It's one of those things. It, again, absolutely would have fallen in love with Helen Slater, who I My didn't, God, didn't she's, realize she's beautiful. <laughs> very, yeah, very, uh, very, very attractive. Um, she was Supergirl, which I'd never seen I know. either. Me neither. But I've seen her before and, and stuff. But I'm like, I never really, I would have never knew her name. Yeah, or just knew about her. But yeah, I would have loved her as a kid. For it sure. doesn't surprise me that she went on. She at least had some success because she is, yeah. she is just a. Beautiful. I feel like I feel like she should have been a Seinfeld girlfriend <laughs> or something. That, that checks like... out. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was wild. <laughs> it was so wild. I was like, you know, because I, when you say like watch it from the frame of reference in the the eighties, I'm just like, can you? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. But some of the scenes were just like so so eighties. So like when she's running through the mall and nobody can catch her, like. Side note, okay, about that mall. I had a thought, and I, I didn't... It very much looks like the Stranger Things mall. Oh, I was thinking Commando Mall. Oh, yeah, maybe. Like, it had yes. the right, like, yeah. structure, the stone structure type vibe, but I feel like I looked it up. When I was looking up info about it, it said it was, like, a, a Corpus Christi mall, so unless oh, that randomly mall. worked out... Um, I think the all, just, all malls just look yeah, like that. Yeah, that could have just... With the plants, you know, yeah. the, like the atrium in the center. In the and... center, Tons of escalators. Yeah, I mean, malls were a, a huge thing, <laughs> which they are not anymore. Have you guys been to any, like... I definitely try hard to avoid a mall. Yeah. We There's were at the like... mall last weekend. Oak, Oakbrook Mall is okay. But... <laughs> so two two differing opinions on malls. I mean, I, no, again, like, I go every week. There's a couple that are that are nice, but I'm saying there's a lot of them that are just very, very run down. Run down, There's yeah. nothing left. Except but you're like... not wrong. Like, obviously, there's some... Yeah, she's eluding everyone. Every in... single person. Um, there's, there's some cops that don't look like they're trying too hard. <laughs> no. And then the uh, the whole when once she becomes like the outlaw and there's like that underground network of how everybody knew who she was and they're yeah. all like, hey, hop in this car and we'll take you over. Where is she going? Because they never really leave Corpus Christi, do they? They're like no. still in the same town. Yeah. And then she's in like the little literal underground world in right. like a warehouse. <laughs> and it's like a cult that just lives there, just like waiting. But 
I don't know. It is. It, I think you're right. It's a. Ver- it's probably the, the most '80s movie <laughs> that I can think of. Like it's everything great. about it from the. It's got Peter Coyote clo- in it. <laughs> so, we've talked about him before, and I, yeah. I thought that's why you brought up this this movie. No, because we're talking about Peter Coyote. Because I never knew who. Do he, you remember why we talked about it before though? Because I, I don't know. I just never knew who he was. But um, you did know. But you saw yeah, him. You're like, I, I know that like, guy. I know that guy. But yeah. I didn't know. I wouldn't have known. He's an ultimate that guy. <laughs> He's in ET. Yeah, that's right. I don't think you know him from a walk to remember, but I but I mean, I just it. everything from the clothes, the hair. The guy's still acting, by the, the way. The act, the actors, Christian Slater, you know, being in this. Right. Um, Pump up the volume is one of is a movie I really love too, and it kind of sure. has a similar, you know, rebel. And this was Christian Slater's kind of first vibe. movie, so it was, obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was pretty young. Yeah, I mean, bigger and better. I mean, there's some, just like I don't know. It, I mean, great v- villain, great bad guy. He's such a sleaze. sleaze. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So bad. <laughs> um, that you just you just want to hate, and it, it's just very weird the way all the, all that plays out. So you know, they, like, they break into the house, and the dude's walking around in like a coyote, a fo- not Pe- a Peter coyote uh, <laughs> mask. The dude, the Lloyd, who's who oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, like yeah. in the beginning, he's like behind her. He's like wearing a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was like a troll or something <laughs> that's coming out of the, the closet. I'm like, what is this? When I saw that, I kind of forgot about how that played out, and I was like. Oh man, this is like got potential to go real hard off the rails. That's the uh, it's the actor that's in um, Christine, which is a, another eight eighty. He's in Stephen a movie. King, he's movie. in a movie that we've done. Um, Keith Gordon is. Oh, oh yeah, no, I know you're talking about. Um, uh, Back to school. Yeah, yeah. He's the son he's from the Back, son to Back to School. Oh yeah, for sure. So he had a he had a, his moment in the eighties. <laughs> Ironically, not one of his known fours. Oh, neither of these are. <laughs> Christine is. But Fargo the TV series is. Oh, I don't know that. I know. I mean, you messed up. Is it not Christine? Wow, because he's a director. Oh. Yeah, interesting. No. Um, He's actually, that's all, all of his own are directors. Oh, well, there you go. Hmm. He did, he did well for himself. (laughs) But this whole, the whole thing about, I was just like, where are we going with any of this? Right. (laughs) Like, it's just a. It, it, if, if you were to read the synopsis or read the script, it's like, how is this a movie? And how is this, like, why would anyone make this? But, again, there's this 80s – it has a total 80s vibe and a, feel to it. It yeah, really plays – I don't think our kids would like it. No. <laughs> I don't know if I'd let them no. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is – it's just funny how – you know, she becomes the legend, or she becomes the one that everyone talks about. When she didn't even really do any, like they, no. for all they know, is he's the because he's the one. What's his name? Binks. 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 Uh, Christian Slater's the one that that shot the guy, and then yeah. they don't really do any. It's I guess that's the whole point is that it becomes a legend and a myth. Like they they get all these stories get told, but they don't do any of them. Like yeah, she did these... save that one kid. Though. Well, right, she did she save did. the abused boy. <laughs> rather than have a beer with the dad who seemed charming. <laughs> <laughs> Was, he, was he's offering a soda. I got some soda. soda I got some sodas I saw, up back. I saw all of his Budweiser's. I couldn't get past that. <laughs> yeah, there's some random turns for sure. And I definitely, yeah, then they get shot at by another guy who's looking for a bounty. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it flips his monster truck. Oh, man. There's just some, there's some, I feel like I'm the guy too who's always railing against these movies I haven't seen. When you guys are like, we're going to watch these. I watch them and I'm like, this is terrible. Like, how could you ever enjoy this? It's all about that. The the original viewing or the the viewing from, from through that. the lens that yeah. you if you're able to to do that um yeah I, I still as for all of its flaws I still enjoyed my uh, my my hour and a half uh, my hour and a half rewatch I do love that too like hour and a half that's a perfect runtime for <laughs> yeah. a movie yeah we got for in some, and out for sure <laughs> did you guys we should talk about 
Go ahead. The the second unit director? Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's where it's going to go. <laughs> so I'll save that for later because I, I think. Why? No, bring it up. You got to talk about All it. All right. So I was watching. <laughs> what even is a second unit director? <laughs> so I was watching the the friend driving the station wagon and just how crazy she was driving. Like okay. whenever they were going. Lisa like Simpson? No. no the, that's the other girl. Going. That's what I was going to be. Yeah. But the other girl who was Ophelia. driving. This, Ophelia. And she's driving the station wagon. Okay. She's like driving all over the place like. <laughs> She whipping really it in and out. Fish tail, she really right. is fishtailing it. Yeah. Right, fishtailing like, all that stuff. Annoying. So I was like, "All right, well, that's just crazy. Like, you'd expect to see that in like Fast and the Furious or something." Second unit director was Rob Cohen, director of Fast and the Furious. So he was probably the one who's like, "Hey, why don't you fishtail this, that a little bit more? You can, you can draw a line from <laughs> Legend of Village <laughs> from Ophelia's driving yes. to the Fast and the Furious you franchise." Tell me you can't. <laughs> to cars in space <laughs> it was his dream back it then. all got it's all the 80s dream it's yeah, right there for amazing. you second unit director. i was right. gonna say yes yearly Ye- smith. the yearly smith uh y- 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 how can you not acknowledge right bart simpson yeah is, is no she's lisa so she's lisa oh bart nancy cartwright nancy cartwright yeah. oh, son of a bitch. edit that <laughs> no that's no. good no we're not taking out your mistake come on you rarely make mistakes um, yeah, Yardley Smith is very much Lisa Simpson. Yeah, yeah, and probably some. Uh, I think she's. The I only think one she's that does, only Lisa. Oh, that's yeah. it. She's every one other, of the few onlys. Every other character, yeah, like has multiple. Um, or every other actor has multiple. Putter. People, but, yeah, what a name! Right? <laughs> yeah, I think Julie Kavner only has. One. Oh no, she has the sisters. She has too. the sisters and the mom and, and March, but, whatever they had. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I to my and I didn't look her up, but I don't know if Yardley's done a bunch of acting, like as herself since. The Simpsons fame. Uh, she's done a couple things here and there, and more television. Herman's though. head. Herman's head. Yeah, <laughs> that was, totally that was pre-Simpsons though. Um, no, it was after. Oh, for real? Simpsons were what? Eighty nine. I think eighty nine. I think Herman's up. head was like ninety or ninety one. Um, How many people did you watch? Herman's I feel head, like Lonnie? she was briefly. I feel like she was in uh, City Slickers. I want to say like a like a she was. Maximum Overdrive? Yeah. That's, 86? That's Stephen King's Isn't that directorial debu- debut. What? Isn't Christian Slater in Maximum um, Overdrive? No, Who's... you're thinking Emilio. Estevez. Oh, Emilio. That's right. <laughs> Look the over at who do I see? <laughs> Emilio Estevez. <laughs> what is that from? Night of the Roxbury. Roxbury. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Emilio. What? Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I, didn't, I don't understand how they could take, uh, you know, it's all the three-minute skit. It's all based and on make the it music. Into a movie, but I've heard it's not that bad. So it's all based on the music. Probably City be. Slickers, I think, had Helen Slater and Yeardley Smith mm-hmm. in it. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Did Martin? I'm seeing. So the Simpsons Tracy Ullman shorts were 87 to 89. Yeah, yeah. So Herman's that's... Head 91. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. So I said the Simpsons were first. Oh, that's what I right? said. Or am I backwards? Did I mess yeah. that up? You said you said Herman's head was before. Let's just agree to disagree. It's got to be your bull. <laughs> it's on the tape. So. Just edit that. Out. <laughs> None uh, of this is getting edited. <laughs> so yeah, she has though. I mean, as good as it gets. Jingle all uh, the way. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan. She's, she's, Darman Greg series. No, I mean, seventeen episodes sense. of Darman love- Greg D and G. Oh man, that was not a good show either. I didn't watch it, but sure. She was in an episode of Mad Men. <laughs> Guys, girls, she's a nonstop worker. That's what we're doing. Um, she's just cashing in that Simpsons. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I just, I'm, 
if nothing else, I'm actually more happy that I just got you two to watch this movie. So it <laughs> yeah, just exists I'm, outside of my... Uh, I'm very mad that I like don't know about it. I love it. that you appreciate that you would have really enjoyed this movie at, at, yeah. the, at the time. Oh, hand, hands down. Yeah. yeah. It's, right in, it's right in that wheelhouse of... Um, and how good like, is that Pat Benatar song? Invincible is great. <laughs> it plays. I do, I do really like Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar plays with her... I think her husband is her guitar player and like writes all the songs. Oh, He's that's actually, uncommon. They're the singer dating or married someone in the band. <laughs> I mean, it's a, they've been together for like ever that they actually stayed together and and uh, he writes all the songs. But he's he's a really good guitar player, and I don't think he gets his his due because Pat Benatar is on is on the name. So just giving, um, him, giving him. I his, will say his due. there was a note, true or un- otherwise, that Pat Benatar states at her concerts before she plays Invincible. This is from the worst movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair at that's, all. That's that's revisionist history. Yeah, that's that's not what you. That's not how you should do it. You should be happy that it was a part of a movie. Who's her husband? Lindsay Buckingham. The Maximum Overdrive <laughs> is way worse. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but this that song is, I assume, no, not I, in that no, movie. No, it's not. It's ACDC <laughs> here's, but the soundtrack. Oh, I'm just nice. saying there's worse movies. Yeah, I got you. And that was just one of them that we recently um, mentioned. But yeah, so anyway, I hope you guys, well, I hope, <laughs> I already know Barton did. I hope Jelani <laughs> mildly appreciated uh, the 80s, the 80s-ness, the nostalgia oh, play of it. There there was a lot of it, and uh, it was, it was, it wasn't bad. Although, uh, hiding out in the abandoned mini golf <laughs> I mean, they're getting it on, right? And then all of a sudden, yeah. Christian's there. Just little strange things. Yeah. He's hiding. I think they went in there to be alone. <laughs> Go find the windmill or something. Right. Um, so for my film from 1986, it was uh, Flight of the Navigator. Classic Disney. First and... timer here. No way. Really? Yeah. really? I definitely had heard of it, but I, there's, I know nothing of that movie. So the most I remembered, like going having to go back and rewatch it, was I remember the spaceship, like that spaceship was awesome, and that was what I remember. Not the most detail; it should be easy to remember. <laughs> but, a shell and nothing inside. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I did remember was the whole time travel aspect of it. I that's what I remember. Forgot. That's what I remember, one hundred percent. Like I, I was fascinated by that as a kid. I'm like, how? Like getting into the whole Einstein. <laughs> of it right and time dilation and that you could age you don't age when you travel in space like that fascinated me as a kid yeah i just thought he had a cool ass ship but he was flying around the world like at light speed <laughs> no i i totally remember this movie i'm so glad you picked it because i uh i loved this movie as a kid i've seen it a bunch of times um it's it's my it's one of my legend of billy jeans as well <laughs> i'm glad you picked it because i had never seen it and i have heard of it and i do know that it's to your point kind of uh i think it's it is revered a little bit in, yeah. as that middle mid eighties uh sci-fi intro maybe for kids. Well, that's what I was I was thinking about. Like as I'm watching it, I'm like, this feels like a kid's version of like sphere, like Michael Crichton's sphere, like not as obviously deep uh-huh. and as stuff like that, but it was like I don't yeah, know what that or is. Or a kid's version of Interstellar. There you go. <laughs> for the new kids. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was guess really who, cool. Guess who director unit number two is on that? <laughs> Yeah, was this uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Nolan. for Nolan. I was just gonna let you hang on that one. That's your boy, and you're just leaving him out to dry. I had Christopher. I couldn't think of his last name. No, but uh, Alan Silvestri did the music. It was just, again him and Kenny Loggins right in the '80s, just knocking out soundtracks I think, left I and think right. The, mu- the music was good. It was yeah. it was definitely had a had a vibe to it in the in the beginning. Like it was like a little dark and ominous. I was watching it. 
with uh with Nolan and and some of the neighborhood kids today. Just I just had it on. Oh, you did? Yeah, and they were like, "Is it is it going to be scary?" And I'm like, "No, it's not scary." But it, like the music makes it seem like there's there's going to yeah. be some scary parts too. Yeah. So Howard Hessman, where do we know him from? Um, head of the class. That's Howard, what I had. Head of the class. Yeah. That's what I know. He's not, he's not from WKRP, is it? Who's? Uh, I think he is. Too. Oh, he does. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I, I lo- I'll double check right now. But I'm that pretty was before. That's yeah, a that was yeah. Show. Yeah, show. That's the show. That's a show my dad watched. Yeah, hundred percent. First known for is WKRP. Head of the class, Police Academy Two, Flight of the Navigator. Nice. Really I that. totally forgot that he was in it. Um, yeah. I do remember Sarah Jessica Parker. I forgot she was in it. Yeah, I saw her name listed, and I was like, oh, it's got to be a young. Uh... And then I saw Paul Rubin's name, and I was like. Wait, when is he getting? And then I realized just more just his voice. Yeah. Oh, he did actually do the voice. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just somebody oh, doing it. Oh, God, it's just. His... I mean, how could it, <laughs> it not? It sounds be? exactly well, like I mean, him. Most people could do a, <laughs> no, a pretty good Pee Wee Herman. Not in 86. Come on, Jelani, give me a Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, see? That was me, not Jelani. Jelani was definitely not making that call. Was he. Um, do you think he was the voice or like for the whole time or just when he was turning? I mean, into... he's the voice of Max. I mean. Oh, the voice of Max the whole time. Nice. Love it. So he's. I, I think his that. name is Paul. I think it's Paul Mall. For some <laughs> like reason. the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled exactly the same. But, but yeah, being a, being a kid who was dorky and geeky and into science and like yeah. loved NASA, like this was a bit a big movie for me. Like oh, I, yeah. I loved all the the scienceness of it. It was it was great. It was one of those ones that was just like oh yeah that getting into that ship, flying it around, going wherever you know. Having it land and then have the stairs just like all of a sudden appear and uh, yeah I yeah from 100. from a movie standpoint I thought they did a good I mean again I'm 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 flying blind and to have him go out there the you know to have him go out and fall and they they did a good job I thought of like you know moving it along and moving the the time the eight what, eight years had yeah, passed or a, whatever so it's a, like it's a kind of a complicated topic and i think they do it and the kid well did a pretty a good job yeah. for for he, being he acted well yeah he kind of had to carry the movie yeah really i mean it's mostly him and i don't know that he really went on to do much else although i swear he looked like a kid i've seen in a bunch of 80s movies but <laughs> sure wasn't it's just there was a lot of them i think when was back to the future was that the year before this or right around yeah was it 85 i want to say it was 85 yeah so so there were some People had some notion of of time travel in there. You know what I love is uh, the robot Ralph. Uh, Ralph. Uh, oh, I just love yeah. why did, every '80s movies. I feel like they were they were promising us robots. We always talk about Rocky Four. You know, <laughs> like the Paulie's was the beginning. Or Je- of it Jetsons, all, right? but that was cartoon. But it was like I mean, like real life. When they're like Paulie's girlfriend was a robot. And I'm like. That, we just I just was assumed we would have robots by now. For Small sure. wonder. Oh, they're Small out there, wonder. brother. <laughs> just lost sixty minutes. <laughs> I also feel like David didn't use the spaceship to his full abilities. Like he just wanted to get back to Fort Lauderdale. I, he, he he didn't yeah. know anything. He was an idiot. He didn't know what, what he didn't know what capabilities were. Yeah. I, I just feel like if you were there today, that kid well, yeah, you'd we're be definitely all over it. Nitpicking because I remember not 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 thinking that at all right. as a kid, but this time watching it, I'm like, so they're just at the getting of the, home of the ocean. and then when he gets home he decides he doesn't want to go home like that's the whole movie really. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of kind of silly but it make you know it all makes sense and it's all fun at the at the time yeah um, and he wants his dog to learn how to catch a frisbee right. and then kudos so, to the brother for teaching the dog how were, to catch the frisbee eight years were, later i was almost annoyed at the endless teases 
of like spaceship <laughs> I re- liked reveal. It. I didn't notice that. There was when a I, lot a of kid. it. Obviously, the frisbee right started the whole thing out, but then it was like the water tower water as he was tower, walking. Sure. The, and the blimp. The blimp was the first one. They literally froze everyone. I'm like, man, they are really milking this for everything. It I, th- is. I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't know. That, I don't remember that as a as a kid, but this viewing, yeah, it was kind of fun. Fun to see that. Yeah, that it's pretty blatant. That definitely yeah. uh, was intentional. And they ate. You know, they aged the brother. That's kind of the big the big reveal. Um, that he knows it's been eight years. You know, difference. They tease it earlier. I don't know. I like. Yeah. I, I really like this movie. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fun fun to revisit. So uh, definitely check it out. We're on to mine. We are. Last but not least. <laughs> and for me, I think I've talked about this um, a few times on the pod as, as one, of my, one of my favorite movies that, yeah, again, just watched a ton of as a kid. I taped it off. Do you think this is the most known of all of our, our three movies? Uh, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, it's The Burbs with Tom Hanks. We talked about it probably early on in our first or second episode when we talked yeah. well, in, in depth about Tom Hanks. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd, I'd say maybe. I, I think Flight of the Navigator might be bigger. Um, okay. I, I think the Burbs is probably yeah, you think, bigger. You think it's more 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 popular? It, it, um, it's Tom Hanks. People yeah. love Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, so that might be why. But it's not, it's they, not the biggest Tom Hanks movie. When they said it was, this actually was very poorly reviewed when it came out. It became a cult classic yeah. um, later on. Uh, yeah, I think the director, Joe Dante, Joe Dante. said, he's like, it's probably my second most popular movie behind Gremlins, uh-huh. but... That when it came out, I mean, it, people hated it. Yeah, and I think one that hasn't caught on is Joe versus the volcano, which I've watched as a kid too, and not <laughs> Joe Dante versus the volcano. <laughs> There's Tom Hanks as well. Uh, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, Meg, Meg Ryan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before they did uh, Sleepless in Seattle, um, but yeah, the Burbs is just it, it's silly. It's fun. It's really fun. It was really fun watching it again. I hadn't watched it in years, but just watching it again as an adult who lives in the suburbs, who li- who lives in a cul-de-sac, yeah, and who has you know quirky neighbors and i'm like oh yeah that i'm like art is like this guy or <laughs> uh rumsfield's my favorite uh the bruce stern character bruce i just stern. think he he cracked me up as a kid and it even more so now like i just the, think you know that guy that's like military. i don't thankfully uh, <laughs> uh, but he also i don't think you want to know that guy now <laughs> no right yeah it's, it, it was it's funny and Quirky and you know, yeah, kitschy in the eighties. Now, yeah, that guy is. Scary. I like how he, <laughs> with inexplicably, has a very, very attractive young wife <laughs> who doesn't wear a lot of clothes and out to like lines. garden. No <laughs> right. tan lines. Um, I saw a note where like uh, Hanks. This is, should tell you the time frame and the success of Hanks. He he bought everybody sunglasses. All the whole crew like sunglasses after the because everyone had a great time filming. <laughs> that was like the treat was, a, was sunglasses and I, he he had a note for Wendy Shaw and he's like I still don't know what you did but think it was it was great working with you or like what you were even doing here. <laughs> because there isn't really a point of her right no. and it's like that's fine like I'm sure it was in jest but it's like yeah there's. She's nothing except for like we got to put someone attractive in yeah, the movie. Yeah, the, tro- the trophy wife, right? And uh, Carrie Fisher, who I always had a crush on as a kid, I, I think looked looked good in this. You know, <laughs> gotta love Princess Leia. Uh, but what did you guys think? I mean, you've seen it before. I I can't remember. Well, I I rewatched it through. when we when we did talk about Hanks yeah. early on, uh, and that was the first time in a while. I it has the same problem that the other two movies have yep. that there are just eighties problems with you know story and uh, a definite definite big plot holes <laughs> like they would do none of these things yeah you know? so but 
it's uh, Mary was like, oh, I'll watch that. She's like, I like the Burbs. And like an hour in, she's like, this is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's it. And that's someone who did see it before. Yeah. But it's just like, I just think it's really hard now with all these movies. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel the same way about all of them. Like I somewhat enjoyed watching them and I kind of didn't care for a lot of por- big portions of them as well, because it's just a lot to digest. And I'm like, it's kind of slow at points. And I'm just like, it just, I don't know. I, 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 I don't <laughs> See, know how to make it. To, to me, like it would have, it, it's like the, the beginning of, or a precursor to something like in saving Silvermoon, you have Jack black and you yeah. know, it's just like, like the quirky, dumbass friends or, or characters well right these guys just aren't as good right like art is whatever that act, actor's name is like he's not as well, funny like all as of it could, could be, be funnier it yeah. could be a yeah. be- all of it could be improved in so many ways exactly. it's like you could make the burbs probably and improve it almost yep. across the board right like even the whole i you know all of even getting into the neighbor's house like there's some pratfall type stuff like you know the na- the, the 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 guy who we get, ray yeah, uh, Tom Hanks's character. Or oh, sorry, who's Art and Art, uh, Art yeah, yeah. Rumsfeld. So yeah, getting electrocuted and falling. Yeah. It's like they so they there's funny yeah. stuff in there, yeah. but it's like right, but like not really in the eighties. Pretty funny, yeah. right? Like that place. <laughs> the funniest part for me is was was Hans when they, when they go in and Bruce Stern's just like on him, <laughs> and, and he's like uh, he knocks over the picture frame and he's like. Uh, he's like, oh, pretty girl. Uh, you know, know this girl is your girlfriend? And he's like, no, it came with the frame. <laughs> love, we used to say that all the time as a kid. And again, I was watching a little bit with Lindsay, and she was like, oh, that's that's your favorite part of the movie. I'm like, yeah. But if you don't like that, you're not going to like anything else. I think Lindsay and Mary were pretty much dialed in. The same <laughs> They're like, is there a uh, Love is Blind or a Housewives episode on or something that we, I'd rather go watch? I like the... Like the concept of the movie, right? Like the light That's why I think it horror, like there's, right? Yeah. Like the light spookiness, but mm-hmm. then also like the comedy aspects. And I feel like that could be brought back. I think that could be done today better, obviously, than what they did here. Don't need to feed people sardines. Like it's sardines, oh, like I the biggest that. 80. That scene too. <laughs> Here's the thing. I was watching that and I'm dying laughing. And I'm like, I told Mary, I was like, I've never... This is the most I've ever felt like my dad. I was watching it. Just the sound was, I was dying. The squelching of the, right. I was laughing so hard. And, and I, in my brain, I'm like, this is the type of stuff that like my dad would lose it while watching a movie. And I'm like, and probably did during this movie. And I was just like, I, I have never been more. Phil Brady than right now. <laughs> I, I do. I love that scene. I think Tom Hanks plays it. Really well. The audio the, on that, that is just yeah. great. Like literally, the yeah, the noise of the sardine is just. And he takes the newspaper, whatever, <laughs> all this packing dust in here. I don't know. I, I think I think he. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of good Tom Hanks in this too. They said, and uh, he he completely on his own came up with the, at the end with the whole like jumping on the gurney and like into the into the ambulance that was all Hanks. I, I actually, that, one of the times i that i actually laughed i, I forgot about that part and i i did kind of laugh out loud because i thought it was funny when he goes face first into it and he's like i'm just just take me to the hospital i'm sick <laughs> so the interestingly enough and probably not super surprising with the way that hollywood works but the 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 burb the, yeah. or their cul-de-sac that they live on I, I I tried to look at it when they were like do the zoom out at the end. Well, so they said in the beginning, by the way, that it depicts it as taking place in Des Moines. Yeah, it looked like it could have been Iowa. That's but what I was going to ask you all the this. license plates were Illinois plates, and like they kind of moved it. It felt like 
the outer the macro view was Des Moines and the the, the could have been Quad the, Cities. The micro the, view was Chicago side. area, but <laughs> um, the that the street right like yeah. where they filmed it is been the same where they did the Munsters. Hmm. Uh, that was the house where Corey Feldman lived. It was the same as where the Munsters was filmed. The house where Tom Hanks and Carrie Fisher lived was used for Leave It to Beaver. And most of the houses on the block were used in Desperate Housewives. That cul-de-sac has <laughs> seen some things. And still so, but it's a real one? Like it's just no. real homes? No, it's a set. It's a oh, set. But it's okay, a cul-de-sac okay, yeah, set yeah, that has been used over yeah. and over again yeah. over the course of time. I mean, that's the Munsters is 64. Desperate Housewives is 2004. Yeah. Wow. Keeps it keeps it in rotation. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought it was very very 80s <laughs> again. And um and like I said, I I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed this one just cuz it was it was goofy, it was silly. Yeah, there were parts that did drag and you're just like, Ugh. all right, come on. Let's keep it moving." But um, the part that where I really like lose it or or get disinterested is uh his dream sequence. Yeah, it's like all right. That's uh, yeah. that was just a little didn't need didn't need that at all. Not that there's other probably some other parts too, but that one for, for I particularly sure. liked uh, Art coming by when they were faux golfing. Yeah, coming <laughs> up, full Payne Stewart attire, like head to toe, swinging, swinging the, club, the club, almost hits Tom that's Hanks in the face. Really, that's how much golf we're gonna do. That's how much golf we're gonna play. <laughs> for some reason, that one really got me. I really appreciate. It. Yeah, I, it, it's I don't know. It plays for sure, not without its faults. And yeah. it, Again, I found I, there were parts I found entertaining in all three of these. I'm probably putting Flight of the Navigator at the bottom of my list of these three. Most oh, really? Yeah. I didn't put that one above my selection, above Birds. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, think it's, I think it's good. I, that, that one the, the, had the most lulls uh, throughout there. I was just, and not lulls laughing, <laughs> but uh, lulls. Um, yeah, I was just, that was me picking up the phone, just kind of like ready to be, all right. Let's get this hour and a half done. <laughs> um, yeah, there were some uh, um, Gremlins folks in, in this movie, the Garbage Men. Garbage I think Man, were both, yeah. The one guy was from first Gremlins, and I think the the other guy was in the second. Oh, Gremlins. really? Is nice. that Joe Dante too? The second Joe da- the new batch. Oh, I don't oh, know. that I don't the know. One. <laughs> There's a really funny. Um, I think it's a Key and Peele sketch where they're like, they're they're in the boardroom. They're like pitching. They're like. All right, somebody pitch me different gremlin ideas, and then people start naming off actual things from Gremlins too. And he's like, "It's in the movie." It's in the movie. <laughs> they just really did everything in that. Um, but yeah, Gremlins is probably Joe Dante's best. Well, best Corey work. Feldman obviously I, is the uh, is one yeah. one connection. The connection, to, yeah, uh, the connection there as well. But yeah, I, I just think this is, and I, I think you're right. I think it could be almost almost remade, or you know, some kind of suburban light horror comedy kind of movie um could do could do really well uh, and maybe just kind of improve on this one ironically uh one of joe dante's other movies is one of the movies i probably i would say was in the final three for me of, in the running of what i would have picked and that's inner space oh, so nice. if we if we dip back into the 80s nostalgia and or at a bargain bin at some point i just although, watched that because of you it's a dangerous bargain bin to play because it's been a minute since i've seen that so <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> Recently watched it, but another one that could have played for me was uh, the movie Rad, BMX movie. I love uh, Gremlins Two, one. New Batch, Joe Dante. Joe Dante. Okay, yeah. Also, Erie, Indiana. Oh yeah. Boom. <laughs> My alternate would have been uh, Short Circuit. Ah. Oh, see, that's too good. <laughs> it's good, but 
Or is it? No, I don't think it's <laughs> Steve it? Gutenberg. I think we. Uh, I well, first of all, John, like, I I commended you on the front end because I think the nostalgia series here is uh we're not done i think we're not done with the uh an 80s play it'll just we all we all have options to uh to, to bring back so yeah absolutely yeah. we could also go forward we could go to well the, i think we the will. 90s too nostalgia play 2000 aughts oh <laughs> jumping up a little bit we'll marinate that for a minute <laughs> as always see you later navigator please rate review and subscribe wherever you're listening to this we'll see you in the 90s thanks and go to bed.